Hello, this is Linda Yunjin. Danielle Gaudet. Courtney Linda. And you're listening to the For a New Humanity podcast from Earth Management TV. Today's topic is five proposed actions of a new humanity. Yes. And for those of you who are just joining us, it might be useful for you to hear what a new humanity is or what it at least means to us. Yeah, I think we're really talking here about something we kind of dream because we see the need for it on the earth. You know, the planet's need, humanity's survival need is for us to evolve into a better version of ourselves. You know, we can say like um, more expanded consciousness, wiser, bigger version of humanity than we currently are. So I think this is what the new, we want to usher into that era as a new humanity. And we need to really take time now to examine what that looks like. So yeah, I think that's what we've been doing. We're trying to do here, right? Yeah. And I feel like, I, I feel many people in different groups may have different interpretations of what that new humanity might be because you know, maybe for one group, it might be like, we feel like we need more of this person or another group can be like, we need more of this person. So this is just our community or our our belief of what we think the earth needs right now. And so it's kind of a difficult concept for us to grasp and kind of explain because it's not a, it, it's not a tangible thing right now, new humanity. And so there's this pledge that kind of talks about the background of what that means why we need this thing called a new humanity, what this new humanity even means for us. But most importantly, for the sake of this podcast episode, certain action steps, five proposed actions, things that we can concretely visualize. Okay, five things I can do right now that will help me live more in this way of this new humanity that we're talking about. Mm. Yeah. So we Mm -hmm. have a pledge and then some background about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And what I like about the pledge is that exactly what you said, Linda, it gives tangible steps for what could be considered a very abstract concept or something that's just a little tricky to understand. Um, So that's what we're talking about today. This new humanity pledge. Yeah. I'm so glad we're talking about the pledge today because our podcast is called For a New Humanity. And it's just it's, it's such a powerful pledge. I love it because it, it, the, the five proposed actions that we're going to be talking about here, they're so clear. And I think they really give us a checkpoint. That's what I feel when I read them. I feel something waking up inside of me like, ooh, let me check myself. How much am I aligned to that action point right now? Am I doing that? How far away am I from that? You know, being like really sincere with checking myself. And I think we all need that, right? We need a we need a clear mirror to check ourselves. It's not enough to be like, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna be, you know, you know, more expanded consciousness from now. But we need to really see, like, am I doing that, or where am I? Where do I stand there? So I love that it gives us that kind of clear checkpoint, and yeah, like brings us into reality. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. So how about we talk about these five proposed actions of the New Humanity Pledge, and um, we'll break them down one by one. Yes, great. Yeah, so the opening line of the five proposed actions goes something like this. 
As members of a new humanity, we commit ourselves to the following actions. Number one is caring for our own physical, mental, and emotional wellness naturally and proactively whenever possible and helping others do the same. I feel like this one's very important. They're all important, but this one is a great way to kind of start the conversation because there are so many people who we don't know how to make ourselves healthier. We rely on doctors. We rely on outside people to make us happy, to give us emotional and mental happiness. But that kind of lifestyle is very dependent. And when people more and more don't know how to take care of themselves, then they feel like their lives are less and less in their control. And when we feel like less and less of our lives are under control, then, I mean, it, no wonder so many people, especially young people, feel no hope or despair for our future and for the state of society right now. So I think as a foundation for doing anything good out in the world, I need to be somebody who can take care of myself. And then the second part of that is helping other people do the same. Yeah. And we talk about this all the time at, uh, on EMTV. It's one of kind of the core concepts because even though our mission is is big and grand, we want to help save the earth, it really does come down to each individual's well-being and and their contribution and not just recycling, but how are they actually taking care of themselves inside? Yeah, I think we need to know how important each of we are, like each individual person, how we are taking care of these things, our physical, mental, emotional wellness. So, you know, when we talk about humanity and the earth, it can be really big and grand and far away. But just knowing that it really starts with me kind of gives us something to always grab onto. It's, again, very tangible. And it's so important. We don't want to be too, too big picture focused and lose sight of just me and my own wellness, body, mind, spirit, my wellness in my relationship. So I think it's, I, I'm really glad that it's the first point because it starts with me. So this leads into our second point, number two, living in harmony with nature by reducing our carbon footprint, conserving energy and water and protecting natural habitats and biodiversity. Yeah. So for point one, everything's kind of like internal within myself. And this is where we start to take it to the external. What can I do for my environment and the space around me? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I feel like how we treat ourselves inside is really a reflection of how we treat ourselves outside because it's the same energy. You know, you can't be one way to yourself and a completely different way outside, even though maybe on the surface, it seems like it, but the internal energy that drives behavior inside of myself is the same energy that goes out. So the part about point two that I really want to kind of emphasize is living in harmony and protecting, you know, protecting nature, living in harmony with nature, because I feel living in harmony with people and nature outside of me is the same energy, like I said, that I use to live in harmony with myself. If I'm harmonious and loving towards myself, it's impossible for me to be not that way to somebody else, right? Mm -hmm. It's only when I'm destructive and hating myself inside that I'm destructive and hating people outside. So internal, external, the energy that I'm carrying, how I treat myself inside is the exact same energy, whether I realize it or not, that I put out in nature, in others, in my work, in my environment. Yeah, yeah. That energy is so important, connecting it with my like inner state of being. And I also want to make sure that people realize that this step 
kind of opens the door for so many actions, small actions we can take too. So once we're aligned and we're in that harmonious space, there's so many things we can go out and do from that space. Like we can get involved in the community. There's all different ways of conserving energy, reducing plastics. We've talked about Earth Hour here many times, many episodes, taking one hour a day to turn off your electricity. Like there's so many small actions we can take. So I feel like it's important that we do the inner work and then we want to make sure we're taking the external actions to take care of nature and to kind of get in alignment with this step number two. Mm -hmm. And then take this step number three, promoting peace and harmonious coexistence by fostering dialogue, respect and understanding across cultures, religions and nations. So I can't help but think about myself driving in Boston when I come to this point <laughs> because I try to be such a peaceful person. But as soon as I get behind the wheel, it's uh, it's tough. It's tough to like maintain that state of peacefulness. Um, and I think we just sometimes forget when we're in our car, we're like in this box and we can kind of forget that the other person is also a human being. So I think this is easy to understand for people that you know to be try to be more harmonious in your relationships. But this is also for people that we that we don't know. It's kind of acknowledging the the humanity in in everybody and remembering that during the day to day. And this one about harmonious coexistence and dialogue and respect seems like a topic that's so evidently something that we need because just reading all the news right now. You can see so much evidence of groups, individuals not communicating or accepting each other. Our government, our U.S. government is facing a shutdown because of the left and right fighting. There's still multiple wars going on in different corners of the world in 2023. The same way that wars were happening in like 1200, you know, like we've come so far in humanity, but there's still war there's still fighting there's still chaos religion saying my religion is better than your religion you know things like this people not accepting the wide wonderful range of opinions different people thoughts who don't necessarily think like them mm-hmm. yeah and then again like back to myself too right because what can i do you know what can i do when i see that news When I watch myself carefully, I can also have my reactions. I can have my anger and emotions. I have many places where, you know, I falter there. So I have to keep checking myself. Like, I don't know how to change those things, but at least I can come back to myself. So I love this as a moment of pause and checkpoint. Like, am I really being respectful? Am I really... Am I communicating well if I want other people to communicate well with me? Am I listening well if I want other people to listen well? Am I really being harmonious, as Courtney said, like with strangers as well as people close to me? Because I can only really change me and hope that that is part of contributing to this larger, you know, very sometimes despairing picture that we see. I can be that, you know, that saying, right, like the hope I want to see. So I think we really have to make sure to check ourselves if we're really being, if we're really honestly being that respectful person that we, how we want to be treated as well. Yeah. So I I think all of these, checking ourselves, seeing where we're at, our current relationship to it, as I said at the beginning, is so important. 
And this includes leading to number four, supporting mindful use of technology and sustainable and equitable economic development through responsible consumption, production, and investment. Yes. And we actually talked about this last week on our episode of Living with AI. So you may want to check that out if you want to go a little bit more in depth about this one. Yeah, we've talked about it a few times, how important it is to just be responsible when we're online, on social media, utilizing technology in a way that we realize my message is going out and influencing many people. And it might even be influencing AI, which is what we talked about. It might even be influencing the robots who are educating us and taking us into the future. So how am I, how am I engaging in that? Am I engaging just with my emotion or responsibly with wisdom, with a mind for the future and like a respectful mind for others? Yeah. And the first part of this point number four is supporting mindful use of technology. And people might be wondering, well, what is mindful use of technology? Mm -hmm. It's uh, not only, like Danielle said, educating these future AI and robots about how to behave or how to think or how to process information, but also us in our daily lives. How much time do we spend on our devices? Being mindful of that. I think if we're really truly aware of how much time we spend scrolling, you know, mindlessly scrolling through social media, we might really be shocked how much time we really spend on scrolling all this information and then traveling down the dark rabbit hole of the internet. You know, you click one article that leads to another article, to another article, another feed, another video. And then before you know it, you just sat there for five hours, you know, like, just scrolling through social media and then not being aware of how much time you spend there. So that's another aspect of mindful use of technology, being aware of how much time I'm committing to this so that I don't just waste my whole life on social media. And then secondly, how much permission I allow all this information to inundate me, you know, because it can be overwhelming. It can be uh, bad for our mental health to be exposed to all this information on the internet, you know, allowing things that I want that serves me, that feeds my highest good to be in me, not just anything, anywhere, anytime in terms of the online space. So that is something that I wanted to highlight about mindful use of technology as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. So that brings us to our last and final point, point number five, which is educating ourselves and others about the urgent need for change, the opportunities for action, and stories of success and encouraging others to join us in the effort to save the planet. Honestly, sometimes I feel a little conflicted about this one because I don't want to be like a person on the street corner claiming that we need to save the earth and that's the only way. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. I have to be like a little careful there. It can be misunderstood. But when I hear it, I think about back to point number three, this word harmony. And being a harmonious person, having harmonious relations with other, because we don't want to be like, you know, pushing, pre pressuring something down someone's throat. We want to find the harmonious way to share what we feel passionate about or what's important to me. But I think, you know, making that a higher goal to be harmonious rather than to be I'm right and you're wrong, because that just leads to painful interactions, even if we're talking about like important 
and necessary healthy ideas, but how you push that or how you deliver that can feel really unharmonious and that everybody just wants to shut down. So we need to foster harmony in our way of communicating things. I think that would help, right? Courtney, do you feel? Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And speaking of harmony, I think the real key difference between, you know, the conflict that Courtney mentioned about briefly and then what we truly mean by that point is I think there's a clear difference between if you know something that can benefit somebody and if you really care about that person, if you care about what this could mean for the future of our society, I feel responsible for at least letting people know. But then letting people know and then giving the person the option to choose and implement on their own versus Mm -hmm. I'm giving you this information and I'm kind of forcing you to choose it because I want to control your behavior and I want you to do what I want you to do, right? So there's a difference between that. They're both giving you the information, but one is trying to make you do what we want you to do versus, okay, here's the information, but you have, I recognize and respect your freedom, your right to choose this or not. But from my perspective, because I know something and I want to share, I want to at least let you know about it, but you have the option to choose. I think there's a very clear difference in those two. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's fair enough. You guys actually reminded me of a quote by Yogananda saying, ceaseless concern and skillful nonchalance. Mm. So if you care about something, it is important for you to kind of express it, right? But then we need to not take it personally if people can't receive it. And we need to not judge people if they aren't ready to hear it. Um, But yeah, if you care about something, you know, and we care about the earth, right? And it's kind of our thing. Of course, we want to share. We want to express that as part of our well-being even. Yeah. Yeah. So whether people, you know, people have their their own right to choose the information and choose the behavior that they want, just like we have the right to choose and behave in the way that we want. I think the important thing is just doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you feel responsible, doing the right thing and sharing. And if you feel like this action resonates with you, doing the right thing and then implementing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 The The thing that's right and resonates for you, always sticking by that. Yeah. Yeah. So the listeners to our podcast, what did you think about these points? We would love to hear. Uh, so if you want to comment in the, the video or if you're listening from the podcast streaming platforms, if you want to just send us an email or let us know how you feel, you can contact us at Earth Management TV. So we want to share with you if you like this, if you like the five proposed actions that we talked about and you feel like, hey, this is something that I kind of want to know more about or I want to start to implement in my life then we recommend that you take the pledge with us. If you go to www.newhumanitypledge.org, O-R-G, go there, read all the background information that we couldn't fit in this one podcast episode. You can read the five proposed points and much more information, background about this. Take the pledge and then start taking some of the action steps that we talked about. It doesn't have to be big, grand gestures, just one little thing that is different from your usual routine. And then maybe the first day is one little thing. Second day is two little things, three little things. You can grow from there. But we just want you to become part of this new humanity with us because it's not about one person that will save humanity. It's a collection of different people who resonate with this and who commit to action steps to help this world become a better place for myself, the people I love, and all of humanity 
and the earth together. Yes, agreed. So thank you for listening to our episode today. Next week's episode is man versus nature. Are human beings different from what we refer to as nature, such as animals and plants? We'll be talking about the importance of and the effects of human beings connecting with nature regularly. Yay. <laughs> so we'll hope to uh, see you all there. Thank you for listening. Bye yeah, for now. Thank you. See you next time. Bye.